When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Out of Bounds Show, driven by your next Nissan Pathfinder. Nissan Rogue at Canon Nissan in Jackson. That's their SUV and crossover. The all-new body style of the Nissan Pathfinder at Canon Nissan in Jackson. Want to say good morning, welcome in. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. LSU has decided to play in crazy games all year. That's what they're going to do. Just a ton of offense. And uh, they pulled one out in Missouri. Very entertaining game. Weekend before, very entertaining game. Didn't quite pull it out. But uh, they've got a hell of an offense and a defense that couldn't stop me. So now they host Auburn in Hugh Freeze. And Auburn can play some defense. Uh, They can't play off. It's weird. Everybody's got this unit this year, right? But they're not really good on both sides of the ball, except Georgia. And Georgia really decided to come... Uh, let everybody know second half against Auburn and, and last week against Kentucky imposed their will. Looks like Bama's turning the corner too um, on both sides of the football. Maybe not dominant like Georgia, but good. So we want to welcome in our friend Mike Natillier, WWL Radio TV New Orleans. Find him everywhere on Twitter at Mike Natillier. Mike D joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Mike, it looks like uh, LSU, you know, they are who they are phenomenal on offense and they're not going to stop anybody on defense. Do you expect anything to change going forward? Nope. Um, I think we can get a little bit better along defensive line, but their secondary is what it is. Their quarterback play has just been terrible this year. Uh, And Brian Kelly brought it up yesterday. They can't find the ball in flight. And so, Hey, if you got these type of problems, uh, it's, it could get a bit, little bit better, but I, come on. You are who you are. Yep. Your identity is set. You're going to have to outscore teams each and every week and hope that your defensive line can get some pressure, which we've seen it in spurts, but it's not been consistent at all. So you are who you are at this stage. It's going to get too much better. So we we have Auburn at LSU. Auburn's not good on offense, but they're pretty darn salty on on defense. They can't get in a track meet with LSU, but they may get a few stops. Are you thinking LSU? I don't see this as a cakewalk for LSU by any stretch, Mike. How do you see it? Well, it's never been. It's one of the crazy series. It really is. Throughout the years, Auburn-LSU has had some weird games. 
So, uh, yeah, I expect this game to be close. Now, Auburn hasn't faced a quarterback like Jaden Daniels, and that I, that that's the big plus for LSU. Daniels is having a phenomenal season, and uh, it's it's going to be a real test uh, for the Auburn secondary because uh, Daniels throwing the football so well. He's banged up now. Uh, he got banged up late, and so we'll see how that goes. But uh, he's having a year that uh, – I mean, he's literally carrying this football team on his back uh, when you watch him play. Uh, not only his passing skills, which has really improved from a year ago. I mean, he's throwing the ball in the bucket sometimes uh, to receivers, but his running skills are at another level. He's the best running quarterback I've ever seen at LSU, and now you you know you piece that together with his uh, his passing talents, you got something. It's uh, this offense which is around the midway point of the season now, it you can't compare it to 2019. That was at another level. but And it's your volumes are strong for the number two spot. I've done this 35 years. See this offense work the way it has. It's really remarkable. And they got a running game going now with Logan Diggs at running back. Uh, got an offensive line that's pretty good. And also to the emergence of a second receiver, uh, Malik Neighbors is who he is. He's one of the elite in the game. But Brian Thomas Jr. really has come on. He was on the all-potential team before. Now he's turning potential into production. Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio New Orleans. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. LSU beat Missouri last weekend in another track meet. Now they host Auburn this weekend. All right, Mike D, um, my power rankings, the debate here, we got Georgia and then Alabama in the SEC. And then there seems to be a debate between A&M and, and Ole Miss. Um, I know A&M has a, another loss, but that was a non-conference at Miami. Uh, which team do you like better, Mike D, the Aggies or the Rebels? A&M disappointed me last week. I thought they played a really good first half against Alabama. Um, They came up with stops. There seemed to be some confusion. Because Alabama really played two games in one last week. I thought the first half, uh, defensively, they played pretty well. But, man, they really struggled on offense. Uh, Offensive line play, penalties. Things just going haywire. And then, man, Milro caught fire in the second half. And he drilled them. He really did. And A&M's offense seemed to have no answer uh, to what was happening defensively for Alabama. So I, I can't put them in that three spot. It's seemingly every big game, uh, A&M, and they like a horse that spits the bit. And I'd, I'd have to put Ole Miss in the three spot at this stage. So you got Ole Miss and then and then A&M. You're comfortable yep. with that? Yep. And that game's in Oxford in a few weeks. So that could be for 
Well, depending on, I don't know. Mike, do you think Bama's going to lose? I mean, so Bama's got the tiebreaker over Ole Miss and A&M. And, and Tennessee's not as good this year. So, what do you, you, you see Bama losing possibly two, three times in the West? I don't. I, I don't, but I, I could see him lose another time to a West team. Um, man, the inconsistency has got to been driving Coach Saban up the wall. And, and even he brought it up at the press conference afterwards that, you know, I don't know what to tell you about this team other than they got a lot of heart. And they fought through some adversity in the first half, especially on offense. Uh, A&M's got weapons, and, and they could have hit you here and there. But I thought defensively they made the adjustments well at halftime. And uh, Max is who he is. I mean, he, he's a good dude. I got to know him when he was at LSU. And uh, he, he'll he make some really good plays. But, you know, that consistency part isn't quite there. And Again, A and M is the most perplexing team in the SEC. I, <laughs> I guess that's the best way to put it. Yeah, with the talent that they have on defense, and they do have really good talent on offense, but it's so spurty. Uh, it, it's never really consistent, and and I think that's what's maddening when you see a team with this type of talent, and them not being able to piece it together. Uh, and, and that all falls back on Jimbo. All falls back on him. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. And I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. I thought he, I thought they got. A little too conservative in the second half, but uh, then again, Bama is fantastic on defense. We're visiting with Mike Dettelier right out of New Orleans, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. Mike, were, were Saints fans settled down a little bit after going compared to last week to this week and the blowout win over the Patriots? Yeah, they should be. I mean, but, you know, you took care of business against a team that's not very good, but that's not your problem, Okay. The New England's problem is New England's problem. You got your own, uh, and defensively, you really played well. It was a smothering defense, stopped the run, and, and Mac Jones now is a shell of himself from what we saw as a rookie. 
He's not confident. He's not throwing the football well. And he's throwing these kind of lollipop interceptions uh, that they bring him back to scores. Uh, Groupie came through for you as field goal kicker. Offensively, you played a little better. And I think a lot of that has to do with the health of Derek Carr. He's healthier today. He was not healthy last week. All this, all this sort of horse hockey stuff about, oh, he was throwing the ball well in practice Friday and Saturday. Come on. Uh, you can sell that to someone else, but come on. Most people knew better than that. Uh, he wasn't healthy. And their offensive line, I thought, played better, especially in pass protection, uh, than it has the first couple weeks of the season. So you see some improvement there. And getting Kamara back is a big plus. And now this week, defensively, you get Marcus May back, which is a plus there. Because Marcus is a good football player at safety. And I think Jordan Howell did a good job. But Marcus, (laughs) you know what you got there. So defensively, they play terrific special teams also. Uh, and you, you've you made some improvements offensively. Still don't trust this team on their ability to grind away and run the football. But I thought they threw the football better. That was better work in the pass protection part of the game. Especially on the left side. Trevor Pinning's not a liability anymore. I, I thought he really played, has played well over the last three weeks after a really tough first couple of weeks of the season. Yeah. Okay. So when, when you look at, are, are you confident in this team and the staff and Dennis Allen or. No. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll give it to you quick. No, I, I think cause I'd have to see more for me to say I'm confident. I'm confident their defense will be very good. And uh, I'm confident their special teams is is a big plus. But offensively, they there's still question marks for me, major question marks, on how well they can run the football. And you see it with Carr, he holds the ball too long sometimes. And I think you know you have a quarterback who's fighting. That injury with that AC joint, you you got to be careful with him and told him, okay, that guy's you got to throw it away. Don't hold the ball and take a hit. Now one of those sacks, that was a mess up along the offensive line. Come on, you you can't miss a defensive lineman coming through the A gap and getting right in. But the second sack, he held the ball way too long. Get rid of it. I'd much rather the incompletion than you getting hit again. Uh, but, man, he he's a tough guy. He wants to fight the battle to the end. Sometimes you're better off losing a battle and and try to win the war with this. But uh, with Derek, um, I, I think really what's been a plus on offense has been Michael Thomas has stayed healthy. And I think he's developed good chemistry. Uh, with uh, Derek Carr. Uh, and you can see that out of the field. But uh, I, I'd like to see their tight ends much more involved in the offense. 
and then use the screen pass more with Alvin and also Kendra Miller. Get that ball out in the flat, let those guys one-on-one downfield. Uh, they don't do it enough. Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio, New Orleans, on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Let's switch gears, Mike D. Um, go to the AFC for just a second. Talk to Sean Watson. Basically, didn't play for a couple years. Things aren't going well. He was really good prior to everything falling apart. Do you think he can find the mojo and the magic again? I'm going to give you a yes. I think he can because he still has the talent. Yeah. To do. Now, I think a lot of times is trying to get him or trying to put him in a system that will kind of showcase what he does best. I've always felt he's a movement guy, that he's much better on the run than just sitting in the pocket. I think the one thing since going to Cleveland is that they tried to make him like a pocket passer. And and I would have him move a little bit more. I just think he feels more comfortable in that sort of offense. But, you know, when you look at the Browns, they're not going to be the same this year because of one guy. Nick Chubb's not there. Man, Nick was a guy that if I'm a defensive coordinator, he keeps me up at night because I know how good of a runner he is. And his second effort yardage it was outstanding. Now, he's not there. All this falls upon now the back of Deshaun Watson to be a bigger part of the offense. If that's the case, I got to move him around. And that way I can sort of use him um, to help gain some yardage rushing. He knows how to protect himself downfield. He's gotten much better with that part of the game. But uh, trying to make him into a pure pocket quarterback, that's not going to work. Mike Dettelier on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. I guess we're going to loop back after receiving a couple of text messages back to LSU. Uh, Mike, Brian Kelly has, he's won everywhere he's been at every level. And I don't think it's easy to win at Notre Dame. Uh, and I don't think it has been in year d- decades uh, just with the shift. Coming out of World War II, it was. They had all the advantages like a couple other programs, but that changed. So having said that, um, what what is the scuttlebutt or the talk on the town when you're out at lunch and dinner with Brian Kelly? Uh, we all question coaches at, at an insane level now, but do they believe that he can recruit and get the players that he needs to get and that he will get it done at LSU, I think he's a hell of a coach. What do you see? What do you hear? Yeah, I, I think so also. And I think the surprise has been that defensive front has not played well this year. And they've recruited well there. That's, they got a lot of four- and five-star recruits there. Uh, now, they added some depth with some transfer portal guys. But um, that's been the big disappointment. Louisiana, the last couple years, has not produced as many corners as they have in the past. 
that has been like a really deep spot in Louisiana. It's wide receiver state now. <laughs> they got a ton of them. But it used to also have a ton of corners every year. Not quite as many the last couple. But you see the cycle because it's all cyclical. And now they've got a couple of really good corners coming out. And so I think he's going to do okay in recruiting. Uh, that That's a false narrative that he couldn't recruit. I, I never believed that. Uh, you don't win those type of games at Notre Dame, okay, with two-star recruits. That, that Again, that's Notre Dame fans bitter that he left more than anything. But uh, I, I think he'll be able to recruit the cornerbacks that they needed because that's the one spot that he has not been able to hit uh, at, at that position. But there is sort of an answer to it in that Louisiana hasn't produced this many corners. It was a paper-thin area uh, once they made the coaching change. And so I think he felt, hey, let's bring in some experienced guys at corner from other places. It worked a year ago, uh, I think, pretty well, but not so this year. So he'll make a replace. He, he, he will replace House, a defensive coordinator. Now, that part I'm not sure about. Oh, Mike. He's got, I mean. This guy, I, I'm telling you, I'm just telling you. Matt may leave to go somewhere else, but I, I'm telling you, he he is a big Matt House guy. Good grief. And, and there are people around him that really believe in Matt also. I, I, no. My, I, I'm sure he's, I, again, all these guys know football. It comes down to you, to are you a damn good play caller? And, you know, do you understand running that whole unit, that whole division in a big SEC program? And the bottom line is most can't. But at L- I don't even care what has happened at LSU, maybe some misses, maybe some injuries, blah, blah, blah. You can't be that bad. They're god-awful, Mike, on defense. I, I just I, – I, Yeah, I, I get it, and you get it, but you and I are not the head coach. That's true. Man, if I'm Brian Kelly and I'm making $10 million a year, I am making a move and going and getting a, a dude at D.C., Okay, you asked me a question, and I tried to answer it, but you didn't want to hear the answer I gave you. Uh, You want to give me your answer to the question. I'm telling you from people that are around Brian that he thinks a lot of Matt House. And, you know, Matt was a former defensive coordinator at Kentucky. He had ties uh, with different coaches on this staff. And he, he came highly recommended by a lot of people uh, that Brian trust. So to answer your question that you asked me, you didn't ask me my opinion. I'm telling you people around Brian really think a lot of Matt House. This defense has been terrible this year. Absolutely terrible. So there's two answers to what you're trying to get. But if you're asking me what you did about what Brian said, Brian believes in Matt House. Wow. 
Wow. Ooh. Okay. And listen, sometimes coaches make bad decisions now. We've all been around them. Sure. They make a bad decision with a guy that they're willing to stick with. But I do think we live in the era where if things aren't going well, man, listen, I'm not putting my $10 million on the line. <laughs> you know, hey, if it's the case, you got to go. But if he didn't believe in Matt, you know, and he sort of has turned his defense over to Matt uh, and, and let him run it. And you can see that, that part of it, and, and how they work things with Perkins. Uh, I would have been dead set against that. I think Harold Perkins' strength is as an edge pass rusher. He went along with Matt House's decision to move him inside. I still don't get it. I don't get it today uh, on why you're taking your best player and moving him around. And the answer was, well, we're getting him more prepared for the NFL. And to hell with the NFL. No. I want to win games in college. Let the NFL worry about what he, you got to work on there. So he has turned his defense completely over uh, to Matt House. Now, you might not want to hear it, but that's the truth. Wow. We'll leave it there. Got a big one in Baton Rouge. Auburn yeah. at LSU this weekend. Freeze and Brian Kelly. I don't think they've ever coached against each other. So this is pretty cool. Mike D, Mike Dettelier, straight out of New Orleans. Thanks, Mike D. Be good, buddy. Thank you, Bo. Appreciate it. At Mike Dettelier on Twitter, he joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. You can bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent and favorites.com. We are the Out of Bounds Show. We're powered by USA Pawn and their mega, mega, mega store.